40inbox.com here, and we're going to be checking out the passive income, the 6.5 best dividend stocks in 2022 by, who is this, uh, Mark Tilbury. So let's actually go and check this out. That was definitely a good joke. Only Mark. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's a lot of people that can make disgusting amounts of money on OnlyFans. So if that is a way that you want to make money, go ahead and do that. If that's the route you want to go. Because the recurring revenue that you could potentially generate is disgusting. By the way, the thing is, like, you know, dividend, like, there's nothing wrong with dividend stocks. The only thing that you got to be aware of with dividend stocks is that depending on how much you actually make from dividend stocks, you got to tell the IRS. I do like that comment because that is the reality of the whole situation. People think that they could literally do nothing forever and make money forever, and that is never the case. You always got to put in some sort of effort in every income stream. Now, that's the thing, right? Even though he says, like, no work, you still actually got to put in work to actually do the research to actually find the right dividend stocks. And also, you got to keep in mind, companies at any given time can change their dividends. And that's the thing, you never want to be like basically 50, 60 years old working in a factory with no money in retirement, no money in savings. Like you got to be really aware of your financial situation and where you actually want to retire at. Which also, these are extremely rare stocks, right? Like very rare.
<laughs> I gotta love that the peasants. And not only that, those peasant dividend stocks, right, tend to pay way more dividends in terms of like the amount or like the percentage, right? But they're just unreliable. Like they might offer like a 20% dividend, but how long do you think that's actually going to last? That's a very good point. And again, that's basically exactly what I was just mentioning, right? You got to be very careful if you were to go down the dividend stock route because there's a lot of companies specifically in the REIT section, the R-E-I-T section of the stock market, where they're offering people like 10, 12, 14, maybe even 25% of like a dividend, which is insane, but that's going to go away within like a year. If that, right? Legend. <laughs> and here's the thing, right? I, I doubt Starbucks is ever going to necessarily go away. It probably is a reasonable stock to think about if you're going to do like a dividend stock portfolio. Now, here's the thing you got to keep in mind, right? Whenever you go and like aim to invest, always typically aim for long term. Because if you focus on like the short term, you're more than likely going to end up making a pretty big mistake. And costly. Oh, and this is like affiliate link. Okay. Now, I'm okay with that 4.53% for a REIT. Because again, the thing you got to keep in mind is that a lot of times these REITs offer absurd dividends, like super high dividends that they can't keep up for a long period of time. But like nearly a 5% dividend yields is amazing.
which is a pretty big thing to actually pay attention to, right? Now, again, this is the thing that you also got to keep in mind, right? Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have a dividend of real estate or would you rather have the actual real estate where you get the monthly cash flow of the tenants plus the appreciation of the actual property? It really comes down to what type of like lifestyle are you necessarily wanting? If you want something that's basically pretty stress-free, a REIT is a pretty good option. But if you're looking to like actually live off of your investments very quickly or very early on, owning your own actual real estate, the actual property might actually be a better choice if you want to actually dramatically increase your annual income. Now, that is a very good point. They have a very long track record. That is very good. I got to say, this guy's jokes are pretty, uh, pretty spot on. That is absolutely disgusting. And I believe it because you also got to keep in mind too, like people were also like sawing off people's legs, like their limbs. They were doing like uh, C-sections with like no painkillers at all. Like it was crazy, crazy in the old days. And that's the thing, right? Like, that's why, again, always pay attention to the long-term prospects. Which is one of the reasons why I personally like index funds, right? Like the S&P 500, just because it's very simple. You don't necessarily really got to pay attention to it really much at all. And over the course of time, you will see really nice returns compounded. And it also offers a small dividend. Back in the 1900s, this gives them a lot of credibility. When inflation 
but also it gives them the position to have immense power as well. I also would not be uh, surprised if they're involved in that in some way. And the thing is, I mean, you, people need to really understand that like all these like massive corporations, they do everything that is best for their company. And also, if what's best for their company is also offering a nice dividend, they're going to keep on doing that. That's also going to be another affiliate link. Which is pretty darn crazy when you think about it. And... What amazes me about companies like Pepsi and like Coca-Cola is like the brand loyalty of the consumers, right? Like people are like so against drinking Pepsi or so against drinking Coke. Like it's crazy. which is something to actually keep in note. So meanwhile, PEP maintains a very strong A-plus rated balance sheet with $6.9 billion in cash in short-term investments and a safe net debt to EBITDA ratio of 2.48 X sitting below the 2.85x from the end of 2020. So basically, PepsiCo has a very nice, nice emergency fund and has really good short term investments. And the thing is, again, what I really like about what Mark is doing in this video is that he is very, like, he's very strongly promoting what people need to focus on, and that is long-term. What is going to do best long-term? What is going to happen long-term for all these things? Which also, by the way, you can typically reinvest all these dividends that you're going to get from all these different stocks back into buying more stocks.
ice cream, Meckles, Solero, Cornetto, and that's just the ice cream. Redox muscle soak, perfect for me. Pot noodle, Vaseline, and even PG tips if you fancy a nice English cup of tea. But you get my point. Yeah, so basically we get the point, but Unilever is one of the mega corporations in terms of daily use products. So 6.5 Vanguard High Dividend Yield ETF. And honestly, that's actually a really good option. Like, a lot of people don't actually understand this, but there are ways that you could basically pick like pretty much like an index fund that is specifically designed for dividends. And you could literally do that with like Robinhood or like any other stock trading app. And yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, and this is the thing that people really need to understand too, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with also getting like a financial advisor, but if they're charging you percentages, like good percentages for this, like, oh, dude, just get like an index fund and you'll save a lot of money, right? And the thing is, like, you don't have to overcomplicate things, right? Like, if you want to focus on getting higher dividends, getting like an index fund or like basically ETF or whatever the Vanguard dividend fund is a very good option, right? You just got to really decide what is your goals? What type of lifestyle do you want? Do you even want to invest into dividend stocks, right? You got to really ask yourself that. And this is the thing, right? Like, he has a very good point. And this is the same kind of concept of like, oh, like, you end up buying like a real estate, like you buy like a house, you rent it out, you start getting cash flow from it. Oh, that's an extra 500 to to $1,000 per month of cash flow that you're coming in. Well, instead of just saving that or reinvesting that into more investments, you end up basically just spending more money per month. And that's the thing. People need to be wary of that, like, hey, 
even though you might be increasing your income now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be spending it. You gotta always keep in mind living below your means. Understand that simple concept and you will do really well in terms of your financial future. If you want to learn how to get a debt, go to 40 and I thought that this was a pretty awesome video about dividend stocks. Learn to get a debt and manage your money at 40 and box.com.